day to you and welcome. Bill Michaels show on the air. A little bit better weather today. Cold, but uh, man, not nearly as windy. Holy mackerel. Coming out of the huddle last night over at uh, Kelly's Bleachers. Woo! That was biting, biting last night. Today, a lot, uh, a lot more calm, so to speak. Uh, but not revolving around the Packers and the Bears and the rivalry as uh, Justin Fields prepping to play, Aaron Rodgers prepping to play. We are, uh, we're going to talk with Kevin Fishbane. Now, he, Kevin uh, covers the Bears for the Athletic down in Chicago. We're going to talk with him coming up here in about uh, 30 minutes. So stick around for that. But um, we're going to talk uh, about uh, some of what Aaron Rodgers said yesterday. Uh, we didn't get a chance to hear it during the show, but we did it during the huddle last night, and it sparked a lot of conversation. Obviously, Ryan Wood put out a tweet uh, about Aaron Rodgers saying, well, things will look different next year anyway, so it's it's kind of a moot point, and that's very much putting it in the Cliff Notes version. And then the world went crazy wanting to know, well, wait a minute, what did he mean by that? What, what did he mean that, that things are going to change? Does that mean he's not coming back? Is he coming back? Is, is he, you know, on and on and on. So it, it, it's, um, it, it created a ton of discussion. This was Aaron Rodgers talking about just that. I mean, well, that's an assumption that uh, this place won't look any different next year. So yeah. I think, again, that's part of the conversation. There you go. It's part of the conversation. Like this place is that you're assuming if he, you know, doesn't sit or does sit or whatever, that you're assuming that this place isn't going to look any different next year. And so all of a sudden, everybody wanted to know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is he not going to be here? Do you have to play him because he's not going to be here? Do you, should you play him? He's coming. And, and a lot of people just took it as, you know, things change. It's not going to look exactly the same. There's going to be there's going to be guys that aren't coming back. There's going to be contracts that are going to be restructured. There's going to be new faces. There's going to be draft choices. There's going to be free agents. There's going to be guys that are currently on this roster that are not going to be here. Usually about 20 to 25% of your roster ro- rolls over anyway. So there's an assumption there. It it wasn't meant to send a a, a, a level of panic through Packers Nation. It did. There was no, he didn't expound upon it, but but it did. All of a sudden people, wait, wait, wait a minute, what? And it's like, chill, chill. We're good. We're good. Chill. So anyway, uh, I wanted to get a little bit into that today. And because he's not wrong, it is going to look different. I don't know necessarily what he means when he says, well, that's on the assumption that. Well, I, I don't know what your assumption is. The assumption is that everything's going to be the same, that you're in the same situation. There's going to be decisions made. I'll say this, listening to Aaron Rodgers yesterday, there's, there's one thing that I took out of that conversation after listening to him talk about the future and about being open to the conversation, should they be eliminated, that he would, as a, quote, business decision. Now, you hear that term, it's a business decision. It's a business decision. You know? So... He was asked about the possibility of sitting to, to play Jordan Love. But the, the the question that was posed to him was, how much will you desire to play next year? 
after, you know, it, you know, as far as your decision to start all these remaining games. And he's like, wait a minute, that's, a, you know, that's meaning everything's going to be the same, which is a little bit of a bizarre answer. But the one thing that I took away from that conversation was he's coming back. Now, it's up to the Packers what they do with him, whether they pay him or they trade him, but he's coming back. He's not, he's not, he's not going to retire. I don't say shocked very often, but I think I'd be pretty shocked if he retires. I, I, I really believe that. I, I, he's coming back. He's coming back. I, now, again, what the Packers do as a business, business decision, that is, uh, that is going to be very much up to them. But he's coming back. He's going to take a uh, going to take a little time. Going to walk away from the game a little bit. Going to you know make all make us all wait. But uh, he's coming back. Um, should Jordan Love be allowed to play in the final five games? Here's his answer. So look, I'd, I'd love to finish the season out, and um, but I understand you know this is a business and. Um, you know, there's a lot of us kind of older guys uh, who, you know, play a decent amount or they might want to see some younger guys play. So, you know, hopefully we don't have to have that conversation. But if that conversation comes up, you know, I'll approach that with an open mind and, and uh, you know, without any bitterness or resentment. You know, obviously, like I said, I want to win out and then we don't have to have those conversations. But, um, you know, I... I understand if we don't that that's a possibility to have that conversation there you go some of the things that he has to think about it's a again it's a business decision business decision he's right 100 percent. it's a business decision okay good with that good with that uh, 877-867-1670. Now you can't go back and go, well, wait a minute. They hurt my feelings. You know? <laughs> they hurt my feelings. Eh, no, it's a business decision. Uh, some good news coming out of Packer camp. Uh, wide receiver Christian Watson. He's been named the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Month for November. How about that? That just came down a couple hours ago. Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson, the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Month for November. Doesn't happen very often, by the way. Not in Green Bay. But a uh, nice, uh, after an impressive three-game stretch, um, he gets he gets the nod. You know, uh, that Dallas game, four passes, 107 yards, three touchdowns. You know, big time. Then Tennessee had a couple more touchdown catches, had 110 receiving yards against Philadelphia on Sunday, 12 catches, 265 yards, six touchdowns. Just the third Packers rookie to win the award, joining Eddie Lacy and Sam Congato. Eddie Lacy and Sam Congato. How about that? There you go. Eddie Lacy had a decent career till he ate himself kind of out of the league. But Sam Congato, hey, he was a he was kind of a flash in the pan. 
Yashimen says, I'm just wondering, why can't the Packers decline Love's option then offer him a new contract? Well, what you would just do is give him a contract extension. And you would just work it all in. Because if you decline it, technically if you decline it, he's a free agent. So what you would do now is you would try to put him in under contract, give him the extension and the money under the guise of, yeah, when Aaron walks away, you'll be the starter. Now, if you're Jordan Love, the question is, how many more years do you want to hold a clipboard? Is it one? Is it two? Is it longer than that? What happens if the team gets really good and Rodgers at the age of 42 is still playing extremely well and wants to play another year or two? Then, in essence, the first five, seven years, eight years of your, uh, of your playing career are spent making money, but you're holding a clipboard. And if you really want to make big money and you believe that you're a starter in this league, then you probably want to go somewhere else. That's why you have that decision to make. Unless, of course, they're going to pay him like a starter. And you would assume that's coming down the down the pipe at some point. But that you, you that's what you would do. You was you would you know you either take take on that fifth year, keep him around, or you decide to say you know what we're going to give you a contract extension. We're just going to roll it all in and get you signed up, or you decline it and then you basically don't get anything for him. So that's the reason. Uh, this was from uh, Kenny. Kenny says, uh, "Hey, unit." Um, do you think that Aaron Rodgers wants to play but knows it's the beginning of the end? No, I believe he wants to play. I, I think he knows what the situation is and that you can't you can't take the money and dictate they talk to you about everything and it's a business and I'm a veteran and I've got this experience and they should they should listen to me. And then when it really does come down to business decisions, go, nope, I'm in it for me. Because then you're not, you lose that respect. You know, next year is a $31.6 million cap hit when he's 40 years old. The year after is 40.7. The year after that, the cap hit is 59.3. And then in 2026, ultimately, is $53 million of a cap hit. So you're not going to push all of that down the road. And again, you you know, if all of it comes to fruition, you got sixty something million dollars. You're going to have to split out over a couple years, so you got issues. You 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 knew this day was coming. You got to pay the piper at some point. You just thought this year would have been the successful year to where you could have looked at it, wink and a nod, and said, "Okay, next year will be a little bit of a decline, and then after that, we're moving on." And instead, this year went horrifically bad horrifically bad and the question i want to get into when we come back from break is do you believe this team and and this was asked last night as as i'm sitting there and if you read my uh twitter account or facebook page last night i was setting up i'm at kelly's bleachers last night and i'm setting up and there's some regulars some older people uh, around the end of the bar there's some regulars sitting there and they're listening to some older music you know obviously fleetwood mac was playing yesterday you know with mcbee passing uh, but there is uh, this older group, and on comes Journey, Don't Stop Believing. And they're all singing it. You know, they're all they're all singing it. I'm just kind of cracking up. It's like it's 421 in the afternoon, and they're all just, you know, ah, don't stop believing, singing it out, belting it out. So I'm kind of laughing. But it, as time went on, and I'm sitting there, after I got set up, I'm kind of going over some of my notes. And 
they, you know, the, this one gentleman sitting at the end of the bar turns to me and says, does this team even have talent? Or has Goody screwed this thing so bad and made us believe they had talent that they're so far in the weeds that even if they get rid of Rodgers, blew it up, that it's going to take them five years to turn it around. Now, in the NFL, no longer is five years an acceptable turnaround, okay? You could pretty much do it in a couple of years. So five years, no, it's out of the question. But I, I think you have to ask the question, and I want to ask to answer this when we come back. Do you believe this team has talent? And do you believe, now this is a hard one, do you believe that this team's talent is better than their record? Okay? Because usually the old adage is, you are what your record says you are. And 99.9% of the time, I agree with that. But they say, you are what your record says you are. Okay? So if that's the case, do you believe that this team has more talent than their record showing? 877-867-1670. We're going to step away. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Thanks to them last night for the huddle. Also taking us down to Chicago. We're going to be down at the Sheridan Grand Riverwalk coming up on Sunday inside the Shy Bar. Come on by and say hello. We're going to be there right after the game with a few hours of the Green and Gold postgame show live down there in Chicago this coming weekend for the Packers-Bears rivalry. Come on by and say hello. And if you're looking for a hotel, a hotel deal, Get a hold of the Sheridan Grand Hotel, Sheridan Grand Riverwalk, downtown Chicago. Stop there, stay there, hang out there. That's where we're going to be. Hope to see you down there. Packers fans going down to cheer on the Bears or cheer on the Packers against the Bears. Or if you're a Bears fan and you want to convert just because the Packers have had so much success and you want to hang out with us, you can do that too. We'll welcome you onto the bandwagon. But uh, that's where we're going to be this coming Sunday. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. More after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Looking for food this evening, maybe uh, to catch a Thursday night game. Albanese's Roadhouse, Dominic Sports Bar, right there on Blue Mountain Road in Waukesha, right next to uh, Menards. Great place to go. Good food. And uh, they're uh, the big ziti. Really, really good. Really good. The lasagna's fantastic. Stop in. Say hi to Joey and his staff. Good people. That is Albanese's Roadhouse right on Blue Mountain Road next to Menards in the Brookfield-Waukesha area across the street from Home Depot. And uh, they have the bocce ball during uh, during the winter months as well. So don't let the cold weather deter you. Bundle up and play a little bocce ball outside with our friends over there at Albanese's Roadhouse. Good stuff. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. That's phone number. You get a hold of us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find us. Uh, over on uh, Ben Kenny as well, uh, don't forget, at Ben Z. Kenny, at Ben Z. Kenny. And uh, you can also find us on uh, the Facebook fan page, on YouTube, on Twitch TV. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Mike in Cudahy. Mike, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, what's happening on this Thursday? Well, we're just kind of hanging out and warming up after yesterday's windstorm, so we're, we're all good. Well, that's good. Hey, Bill, I, I go by the, your uh, your philosophy for for any team in any sport winning a world title. 
uh, strength of schedule, I think, was one. Um, the injuries is another. And I think chemistry or maybe peaking at the right time and then a little bit of luck. I don't know if I got all of them or not. I remember that you used to say that all the time. Um, well, the four things the, you need are you need to be good, you need to be healthy, you need to be hot, and you need to be lucky. Those are the four so things. So kind of about the same, right? Just different yeah. wording here. Yep. Um, I think the Packers are better than their record, but that's where the injuries come in and also the coaching. I mean, especially for defense. Um, what this team is lacking, Bill, I think, they need a, a blue-chip leader, you know, a player on the offense and um, defense and special teams. That's part of it, too, because if you – the common denominator, Bill, when the Packers are pretty much any other team in, in any other sport, when they won a world title, they had a key blue-chip player in each phase of their game. And I think uh, what's going to happen is, yeah, they're not going to blow everything up. They're going to plug a few holes at uh, the end of the season. And I understand what Rodgers wants to do, but I think also at the same time, we all got to be, I don't know, we, we have to be honest with ourselves. Let's say the Packers get in, Okay. Based on the last three years, I've been saying this all along, based on the last three years when they won, they had 13 wins, and they had that perfect storm and they never took advantage of it, and this is the past three years, I think if there's any window that's open, it's very nil or to slim or none. And um, I just think that, if anything, if the, the worst thing that can happen, yeah, if we lose a lot of games, we get a higher draft pick. But then again, you've got paying Rodgers all this money, and that does not leave us open to really do a lot of trading or free agency or, you know, re-signing people. So they're going to have to have a long look at the end of the season, how they're going to evaluate and assess what's happened. And that, that's right. my statement. No, nope, I completely understand. Mike, appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for listening to us in the Milwaukee area on the Big 920. Um, the I believe there's talent. I believe for whatever reason, the offense has been anemic. It scored some points, but it has taken a while, granted, for some of the young guys, the young wide receivers, and and a true weapon in Christian Watson to emerge. Okay? Um, I think the depth of weaponry is less than what we want to believe it is. I firmly believe that. I think as much that we were woefully, woefully misled, woefully misled with the likes of Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, woefully misled. Randall Cobb has been solid, surprisingly solid. But, you know, like Puxatani Phil popping up to see a shadow, you know, he's got an injury coming. Christian Watson has been good. Romeo Dobbs, it's a shame he went down when he did because that that tandem could turn out to be pretty solid. Who knows? Samari Torre, mm, he's got a lot more work to do. But Alan Lazard is a guy. Sammy Watkins is less than a guy. Those two guys you were kind of really relying upon, and that that never materialized. Lazard is at best a fourth in a a deep passing scheme. Um, when we evaluated the defense, 
I was a little bit skeptical uh, about a guy like, say, Rasul Douglas because he didn't have this great career, but he had a great second half of the season with the Packers, getting six picks and looking like all world. But you can't ignore prior to that. But what you looked at was he was happy with the, the scheme and the way he was being used. And, you know, remember last year you didn't have Jair, so positions were changed a little bit. And Stokes looked really good last year, and you thought, man, when you get Jair back, you're going to have Jair and Stokes, and this thing's just going to fly. Rasul Douglas is back there as your nickel. Savage is a hitter. And, boy, he's fallen off the page, like, I mean, just dramatically. A terrible year this year. Adrian Amos, he's steady, he's stable, he's not dynamic, but he's been somewhat of a calming center fielder influence-wise back there. Devondre Campbell is not having the same season he had last year. Rashawn Gary going down hurts. The depth on that D-line, it starts in the trenches, and I have been saying for years, that's great. Dean Lowry gives you some statistics. And every time he gets a sack, every time he gets a big play, you get all the Dean Lowry supporters coming out of the woodworks going, see, see, and it's like, no, it's not consistent. And they gave him the contract, and it's just, it's not there. And I think it's been a down year in play for a lot of guys. And I also think when you're losing, you're getting beat, and you're dragging ass, you're a step slow. And a step slow will lead to bad tackling. Because instead of squaring a guy up and putting your shoulder into him, you're reaching for him. You're arm tackling. You know, you don't have that pep in your step. You go against a team like Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, those guys are playing. They're, they're playing for number one in the NFC. They're playing for home field advantage. They're playing for something. The Packers are just trying to hang on to the cliff without falling off. And then all of a sudden you start to see it slipping away and guys are like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm just going to play my position. I'm going to do my best. But you don't have that energy. You don't have that pep. It's not the same. And therefore you're a half a step slow, which means you're arm tackling, you're grabbing. I I look at coaching uh, in a lot of ways. You can have a, a quiet, inspirational guy like a Vrabel who is the uh, epitome of, quote, the man's man, the machismo that is the sport, very fundamentally sound. 99% of the time, his team, very fundamentally sound. They don't have outstanding all-pro, Pro Bowl talent all over that roster, but they've got a very sound roster, and they're very fundamentally sound. They played sound in the trenches with the Jets. They played sound football. They won in that area. Packers aren't winning in that area. Not defensively, they're not. So I think that I still think Devondre Campbell is a talent. I still think Rashawn Gary is a talent. I still think Preston Smith is a talent. You would expect Preston Smith to go up next year because his career has been up, down, up, down. Just look at it statistically, up, down, up, down. It's been the whole way. Next year probably comes on like gangbusters. But what you have up front is weak. And maybe the pep in the step, the energy in the building that's leadership, whether it's coming from your team leaders or your coaches. That's leadership, man. That's where you point the finger. And, you know, like I said, I, I've never been in favor of calling out jobs, but I know Joe Barry can't come back. I know that. He cannot come back. And Matt LaFleur, with his public denials of, well, it's these guys, it's that guy, it's I can't believe I'm up there answering that. It's like, dude, do you not see the reality of what it is? You know, do you not do you not get it? 
Because if you don't get it, you have no business being a head coach anymore. And then I, I draw into question very serious uh, issues with the head coach as well. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, this portion of the program. Brought to you by our good friends over there at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. And if you're looking for gift ideas for the Harley lover in your life, that's the place to go. Stop in, say hi to the GM over there, Craig. Good guy. But they have got motor clothes. They've got a clearance, a whole room of clearance, just clearance stuff. So if you're looking for good deals, if you're looking for, we'll say, uh, a whole new selection of new and used motorcycles, they have them. I mean, a big selection, too, and it's growing. So now's the time to make a deal. Maybe, just maybe, you want to start talking about parts, something that you've been wanting for your bike or somebody in your in your gift giving life that you know has been wanting something, whether it's new grips, heated grips, new fl- new foot pegs, boards, whatever. Maybe you go in there and pick up a purchase. That could be one of your gift ideas. Think about that for the Harley lover in your life. Stop in, tell them we said hi. That is Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, wishd.com. That is wishd.com. Coming up next, going to talk some Bears football. Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him about what's going on with his Bears team. That's coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Glad to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. Brought to you by our friends at Growth Law Firm. Go to growthlawfirm.com, growthlawfirm.com, and uh, give them a shout. They are uh, attorneys for bikers. So if you've had uh, an injury or some issue, they can help you out. So uh, by all means, check out Growth, G-R-O-T-H, and one of the best, too, in the country, but they're right here in our own backyard, growthlaw.com, growthlawfirm.com, growthlawfirm.com, G-R-O-T-H, by the way, G-R-O-T-H. Uh, and you can go ahead and give them a shout. Tell them we sent you. Be good stuff. Uh, joining us now, talking some Bears football. Will he or will he not be playing? Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic. You can find him over on Twitter at KFishbane. Uh, joining us now on the hotline. Kevin, how you been? I'm good. Thanks for having me. So the big question is, Justin Fields, obviously with the shoulder issue, they keep saying, well, if he plays with a harness, you can't injure it any worse, which I don't necessarily believe. If you get landed on or a big hit, you can. But... Is he going to play in this rivalry game this weekend? Yeah, you know, the fact that he was limited again yesterday and they made the move to bring in Tim Boyle, who obviously you guys know well, um, off the, the Lions practice squad as more quarterback depth, you know, it doesn't give me a ton of confidence that he's going to return this week. Um, you know, it's one thing to just go find an emergency quarterback to stash on the practice squad to be safe. It's another thing to actually sign somebody off another team's practice squad. Um, so, you know, that, that's something to kind of monitor. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, they keep saying day to day, and we'll see how he looks today. And it seemed like he wanted to play Sunday. Um, if he, like right now at this second, I'll say my guess is no. My guess is he doesn't play, um, which would be quite the situation where it could be, it could be Tim Boyle against his former team. It could be Nathan Peterman against the Packers. Um, but I also wouldn't count Justin Fields out either of the possibility that he progresses really well Friday and Saturday, shows up to Soldier Field Sunday feeling good and, and really wants to play and kind of pushes it a little bit. 
Where is this team right now? I mean, if you listen to, uh, and I do, I listen to Chicago radio, after a few of these games, it almost sounded like it was a win. It was There was a lot of excitement and thoughts. And uh, is it just the fact that the optimism is you finally, you believe you finally have a quarterback after all these years? Uh, yeah, that, that, that's it. It's been a strange season in that regard, right? Like, you know, we're so used to over the past few years, few decades of just these, these painful losing seasons and not having the right guy quarterback. And now fans are fans believe they got the guy and they look at the rest of the roster and they say, okay, you know, this isn't the playoff roster. This isn't the playoff team. Let's get the best draft pick possible to kind of accelerate this rebuild because we've got the guy, but it creates an odd dynamic where, as you said, it's like there, I mean, there are radio stations in town that are literally celebrating the losses and you know, you you have your quarterback, and you would like to think that you want the quarterback to win. Um, you know, I think we see this a lot in all sports, right? Where teams where the Bears are at, those fan bases get very focused on roster building, and the best way to build the roster is through the drafts. So you get focused on draft pick. You know, tanking has become you know more accepted in today's day, and and it's it's something that fans root for. Um, but usually in the NFL. Fan bases who do that are fan bases that don't have a quarterback, that are comfortable with their team losing uh, because they want to draft the best quarterback possible. Here, Bears fans believe they have the guy, and they're okay that he's not leading these fourth-quarter winning drives because it's going to help them get a better draft pick. So it's a bit of an odd situation. Like, I'm in the, I'm of the mind that I get it. Like, yes, having the number two or number three pick is a massive difference, potentially, than having, say, the eighth or ninth pick. But if this guy is your guy, if Justin Fields is going to be the quarterback, if he's going to be kind of the savior, you'd like to see him lead a, a game-winning drive once in a while and, and experience winning. And, and, and under, you know, Obviously, he won a lot before he got here. It's not like he needs to learn to win, but it's different in the NFL. So it's, it's been a little bit of a, a, a unique season in that regard. I, I completely agree that he is a dynamic player There's and an athletic player. We hear so much about athletic players. It still doesn't deter from the fact that they are the worst passing team in the National Football League. And I guess my question becomes, have you really been able to determine, is he a good passing quarterback, playing quarterback, or is he a run-first quarterback who happens to throw the ball every now and then? And then, you know, because you always worry about the dynamic of, well, what happens if he gets his legs taken out from underneath him and all of a sudden he can't run anymore? Is he good enough to sustain as a pocket passer? Yeah, right now his best attribute is his running. And, you know, that has helped get the Bears to a, a, a streak where they were scoring 29 points a game over four games. That has gotten him to these records of rushing yards. And it's opened up some things in the passing game. Um, but right now uh, he's not somebody that's proven to be able to beat a team with his arm. And, you know, I think some people will say, well, wait, when he has better receivers, a better offensive line, a better defense, then it'll be fine, you know, because some of these games have been pretty close. But you still have to be able to, you know, if a team takes the run away from you, you've got to be able to counter that. And I, I, he's more than capable of doing it. Um, we just haven't seen it uh, enough. I think over the last four weeks, five, or I should say probably that six-game stretch, 
Um, he's gotten much more accurate in the short to intermediate range, which is really a struggle early on. I think that's been key. Um, but I, I keep coming back to these fourth quarter drives, right? Like th- that's where that's where you make your money. I mean, how many times, uh, you know, have you guys seen Aaron Rodgers do it? How many guys times did you guys see Brett Favre do it? Where you just knew game on the line, your guys can get it for you. Now, Justin Fields has this interesting element where he can potentially lead those game-winning drives with his legs. He almost did it against Washington with an incredible, you know, 30-plus yard run that got them into a goal-to-go situation. Uh, and and Darnell Mooney dropped the pass, and we would have a different narrative if he, if he had hauled that touchdown in. Um, but you know, you you like that's kind of the next step for him, right? That's still that's still part of his development is being able to uh, threaten teams better uh, with his arm. Uh, to kind of be that, you know, total package of quarterback. Right now, as you said, he is a dynamic athlete. He is doing things with his legs that only Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick have ever done, which is incredible company. Um, but, you know, right now, it's still kind of that, that's still kind of the lingering question is what, what is his ceiling as a passer and, and how could he get there? With him being that banged up, um, do you feel it's in the best interest of the Bears to put him on the field this weekend? Yeah, that's that's a great question. You know, I I really do understand both sides of the argument because, you know, I, I, I kind of heard you say in the lead, and like, yeah, he he could certainly injure it more, and you don't want that. Um, but but my, the other thing too is if he rests it and gets the bye week and comes back and plays the Eagles, there's no he can still get hit hard and 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 hurt it again he can get hit hard and, and injure another part of his body and be out for the year mm-hmm. something like that i think the risk is always there and if you're so focused on getting this guy the reps he needs to continue to develop i think it's important for him to be out there as much as possible so i i do look at it as it's a very simple thing for me if he's 100 percent, he should play um now maybe if they were contending you let him go if he's 85 90 percent um, and, and so I get that that's kind of the difference with where they are at in the season right now. But to me, if, if he can go, he should go ahead and play because that, that injury risk, for the, especially the way he plays, it's just always going to be there. Talk with uh, Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic covering the Chicago Bears game coming up this weekend, rivalry game, not, other, not much other than that really riding on this thing. So give me your thoughts uh, on just fan base feel right now. Obviously excited about maybe what the future could hold for the Bears, but – the slow demise of the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers coming back after the I own you comment, and quite possibly it could be, I don't want to talk about it too much, but it could be the last time Aaron Rodgers appears in Soldier Field as a Green Bay Packer. Is all of that starting to be discussed down there? Yeah, it is. It's. It, it would be, um, I think, you know, when all those Aaron Rodgers rumors have been circulating over the past year and a half, um, there were a lot of Bears fans that were as excited about anything related to the Bears as they've been in a long time. <laughs> you know, that's just, it, 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 it's a sad state of where the team is at, that if Aaron Rodgers had left Green Bay for Denver or if he had retired, it would have been the best news the Bears have had in years. Um, just the way that he has, to use his word, he has owned them. Um, so this is uh, an interesting spot for him to come into Soldier Field. He said might be his last time as a Packer um in this game 
that, that you know, as, as I think for people in, in your spot and my spot, I, you kind of want to see Justin Fields play because you want it to be an exciting game, and it will not be an exciting game if, if Nathan Peterman or Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon um, is starting for the Bears, who are already totally undermanned with all the injuries they suffered uh, last week. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know Rodgers has had a hold on this rivalry, this similar to the way Brett Favre did. Um, you know, the, the, the two teams, right, they, they have the same number of wins right now, um, and the Packers could pass them for the first time ever. Um, and and that, that's notable. Um, and, and it means a lot to the McCaskey family. It means a lot to Bears fans. So I think that there, as much as we talked about earlier, there's a lot of Bears fans that are, they want the losses. They want the draft pick. They're happy about Fields, so they're content with the losses as long as Fields is going the right direction. I think a lot of them would probably take a win over the Packers if it meant potentially upsetting Rodgers in his final game at Soldier Field. That that stuff means a lot to Bears fans, this rivalry and the fact that this guy has just dominated them for so long. The, uh, the, the, the rivalry obviously always sparks many different things on many different sides for uh, obvious reasons, being the oldest rivalry in the NFL. But Rodgers wants to play because of the rivalry. Fields wants to play because of the rivalry. Uh, both defenses not very good. Uh, and I would, I'm sure there's a couple of guys that don't want to play, even if it's a rivalry game, because they've stunk it up. The Packers can't tackle, and the Bears don't seem to be able to cover too often. Uh, that's really the Achilles heel of both of these teams, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, you know this way better than me. The, the, the demise of Packers defense has been one of the, to me, one of the biggest surprises. I mean, it's just just seeing the names and seeing what they did at times last year, um, you know, that, that's that been really incredible to watch. I, I didn't expect the Bears' defense to be any good. Um, now, that could come into play on Sunday, right, where maybe some of those veterans for Green Bay make big plays when they need to, where the Bears don't have those guys. They just don't have game-changing players on defense. I mean, they had a defensive lineman get a sack last week to the first time in six weeks. They had a cornerback break up a pass for the first time in three weeks. Um, they're just, they just don't have guys that can change the game. They might be without Jaquan Brisker and Kyle Gordon, the Bears, um, two of their you know kind of young cornerstones for their secondary. So, uh, yeah, it, it shouldn't be if, – if Rosumi Rogers is playing, which he says he is, um, it shouldn't be too difficult for him to, to pick his spots and, and, um, and put up a lot of points. And, yeah, the Bears' run game you – know, Dave Montgomery has been really successful against the Packers in his career. Um, so, you know, the Bear, and the Bears have run blocked very well. So that could be their opportunity to try to keep this game close is if he's able to put up a big game at Soldier Field. Um, and, you know, this could, you know, he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. So, you know, th- there's a lot riding on this for him. So that could be the w- way the Bears keep things interesting is if they're able to kind of run all over the Packers a little bit and, and try to keep Rodgers off the field. But it's hard. You know, when I think about Aaron Jones, I see what Christian Watson's doing. And I know who's on the Bears' defense and what they've been doing. Last week, they made Mike White look like a Hall of Famer. Um, it's hard for me to see how they're going to stop Green Bay. Good stuff, Kevin. I will see you down there on Sunday. But thanks for joining us for a couple of minutes, okay? All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, bud. There you go. That's Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic. You can find him at Fishbane. K Fishbane over on Twitter. We're going to step out, take a quick break. Be, uh, be right back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers worked out inside the Hudson Center reviewing the game plan against the Bears Sunday. There's excitement the Packers could get rookie receiver Romeo Dobbs back. He practiced for the first time since suffering a high ankle sprain against the Lions a month ago. Dobbs asked if he could play this Sunday. Right now it's real questionable. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll leave that up to medical staff or whatnot, but... You know, I feel great coming out today. Expect it to feel real good coming out again tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers did not practice, but insists he'll play despite some sore ribs and a fractured thumb. Why does he want to face the Bears? Mm, pride, uh, for one, love of the game. Uh, they're paying me to play. You know, a lot of different issues, but, you know, I'd love to compete and want to be out there with my guys. I asked Matt LaFleur about Rodgers insisting he'll be ready. Well, it just speaks to how competitive he is and how much he's invested into this game, this team, and uh, regardless of circumstances. And that's what we kind of talk about our team all the time is competitive greatness, being your best when your best is required, regardless of the circumstance. That's one thing you can always expect from him. Last year when the Packers beat the Bears 24-14, to Aaron Rodgers yelled, I own you, to the fans in the stands. Do the Bears want a rematch? Tight end and Chicago native Cole Komet. Yeah, let's bring it on. You know, I mean, why wouldn't you? You know, he's the he, he's the he's the staple of their franchise, and you know, to get an opportunity to go beat him, you know, it, it would always be a good feeling. So yeah, I, I would you know like to see Aaron out there for sure. That's Bears tight end Cole Komet in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Hey, don't forget, if you're looking for, you got a car person in your life, motorcycle person, speed person in your life, Great Lakes Dragaway down in Union Grove. The 2023 season pass is on sale right now. Go to greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. Um, by the way, uh, there is now uh, Cameron Wolf reporting there is an active arrest warrant out for the former NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown from the Tampa Bay Police Department for now domestic violence and battery. Uh, Cameron Wolf, a national NFL reporter and uh, works with the NFL Network. Um, he was at ESPN for a while, the Denver Post. He uh, just posted that, and he posted a picture of the actual warrant on his Twitter account. So Antonio Tavares Brown is wanted uh, now with battery, domestic violence. Just another, just another uh, fail, epic fail from Antonio Brown. He, we've been saying for a long, he keeps saying he's fine, but been saying for a long time there's just something that's not connecting there with him. It is what it is. Uh, coming up in the next hour, I want to get back into the discussion of the Green Bay Packers and also the college football playoffs. The Rose Bowl opens things up and says, yep, yep, we're good. We got it. We got it. We'll tell you what it is when we come back after the top no! of the hour breaks. Yeah, stay tuned for that. But I still want to go with uh, our, our lingering Packers chatter because I think it's – you got to – where this team is right now with wins and losses, where this team is right now with coaching and where this team is right now with talent, there is a, it, from what the expectations were to where we are today, the complete disconnect. 
And you have to ask, obviously there's some talent issues. But is it coaching? Is it the overall talent? What has gone so horrifically wrong? This is something we're going to obviously analyze come the offseason. But you're, you're sitting here today, you're going, what the hell has happened to this season? It's December. It just turned December 1st. And this team is just, for lack of a better term, bad in so many different facets. And uh, I want to get into that when we come back. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show yet to go. And we're going to talk some college football playoffs. And playoffs? Playoffs as well. More coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 